We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. on everybody and welcome back to another episode of no other pod of Let's victory go. pod and look y'all know who that is you hear that voice. v-pod you hear that voice yeah. he wasn't here for half the episode last week because he was off uh frolicking in the land of disney that's why you know that's why we record early uh i you know i talked a little bit in that interview daniel sperry kind of took it away but uh <laughs> you know i talked a little bit he did he did we had uh, we had a little bit of daniel Cooser, but that's my friend, my co-host, Daniel Kuzer. Dan, what's going on? I'm back, dude. I'm back with a gorgeous color on my body uh, from the from the <laughs> from sun. Southern California. Yeah, from the the, the sun was uh, abnormally close to the earth out in California. It was wild. It was Is fun. That how it works? I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know what though? Like everyone out there, all they talked about was the heat. This heat. Let me tell you. This heat. Let me tell you. And I'm like, listen, it gets hot in Kansas too. You know what helps about it? bitching about it like it's 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 like yeah it sucks let's move on you know what i mean find some shade put your hair up and square up it's all good (laughs) yeah you uh you were adventuring all across uh the land of los angeles and uh yeah yeah, did lots of cool stuff uh did you uh go sling some webs at disneyland california adventure dude that's a wild ride Mm -hmm. we we door busted that one and got on like right away because I waited and, way too long for it when I yeah. did it. But my wife is super competitive at these games. Like, we played Toy Story Mania a couple times as well. I smoked her in that. It's she weird when me. she starts throwing things at little children. but <laughs> <laughs> she, she always beats me in round one of Toy Story, and then I, like, smoke her. It's insane. Okay. But in webs, I was so enamored that I was like, screw shooting these things. I'm going to try shooting other shit. And I was like, I was grabbing barrels and throwing them. I grabbed Thor's hammer and set up like electricity and shit. And I look over Marissa and she's going, she's sweating at the end. And she's like, I think, I think my lats are going to be sore tomorrow. (laughs) For those of you who don't know the ride, it's at California Adventure. They have the Avengers campus there and their ride that they, one of their rides they currently have is called Spider-Man Web Slingers. And, you know, if you've been to Disneyland or Disney World, they have like the, the, uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear shooting game in uh, Disneyland or Magic Kingdom where you're shooting the gun, or they have the Toy Story and Mania game where it's a 3D game that you're you're shooting uh, in either California Adventure or Hollywood Studios. Well, at California Adventure, 
on the Avengers campus, there's this shooting ride, Spider-Man Web Slingers. But you don't use a gun. You don't use a little cannon or anything. You literally just hold your hands like Spider-Man does when he shoots his webs. And you just kind of make that like web shooting motion. And they use cameras or something somehow to know where you're shooting because you don't have anything on. Now, they get you. I don't know if they did this when you were there. When I was in line, because it was a long-ass line. We literally waited like an hour, 15 minutes when I did oh, it. It was damn. too long. They had a booth set up, and halfway through the line, they were selling like special enhancements that you could buy, like apparatus that you could put oh. on on your arms that like give you an advantage on the ride what? for like thirty bucks. And I'm like, and it's like it changes your webs to like exploding webs or electric <laughs> webs. And I'm like, this is too much. We don't need this. Right. So you but, bought three of them. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fun ride, and you're yeah, you literally you're just like pumping your arms the entire time. No, so. it's cool. We, we become. You know, there's a, a running gag that, like, Disney adults should not be a thing. Like, this is for kids. D- don't ruin this for kids. And it's like, actually, some of this shit is kind of for adults, I'd argue. So, Oh, it's fun. And here, here's – I think there's also I'm, – I'm not throwing shade at anybody, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to differentiate something. I think there is a difference between adults who enjoy Disney and Disney adults. Yeah, for sure. I think those I are don't two buy the very ear- different things. <laughs> Do you rock the ears? I don't no. need the ears. No, no, no. Okay. I think we fall into the adults who enjoy Disney category. Right. Exactly. I have seen some people, whether they be on Twitter or in person or whatnot, where I'm like, wow, your personality is Disney. Right. Your shoes are, are Vans Disney World branded. Right. <laughs> Your week will be ruined depending on what announcement they do or do not make about the park. So, like, let's just take it down a notch. They didn't announce anything new. It's like, okay, that's fine. I don't live there, so I probably, you know, go every every half a decade or something. Bring it down. How could they change Dino Land? I don't care. It's old. It kind of sucks. Don't even care, dude. I let me just ride the Incredicoaster again. It's it's all good. (laughs) I'm glad you had a good time. I I do like Disneyland. I have fond memories. A lot of nostalgia from living out there. So. Hey, we we a did time. a couple uh they got a couple immersive escape rooms out there that we did. And I won't go into detail on it, man, but there was a zombie one. And let me just tell you how this started. If you guys are into escape rooms, <laughs> this was crazy because she goes to open the door to the room and we had to like spout out a, a incantation spell or some shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, it's it's not working, I guess. She was a decent actress. And she goes, I need to go call my boss. Uh Wait here in this in this office real quick. I'll be right back. And we go into this office. And I'm like, oh, this is the game. Oh <laughs> shit! Like we are in the fucking game. And the thing is, like, a zombie apocalypse pops off, and you gotta fight your way like through different rooms until you reach the bunker, and you gotta barricade yourself and get to the weapons cache and blow this zombie's head off that's outside the door, <laughs> so the damn helicopter can rescue you. It was insane. I don't know. If you love, do you love that shit? You love escape rooms? I do like escape rooms. I haven't done them as much as you have, but I, I do like them. It's just such a fun time, dude. And there's so many things out there, and it's hoping to do the Saw escape room in Vegas. Oh, pretty absolutely soon. not. No, absolutely. That's a hard pass. <laughs> well, yeah, come on. Uh, the li- most you got to do is saw through your ankle yeah. to get I, out of the shackles. I don't like the movie. I can't do like gratuitous gore. I can no. do gore if it has like somewhat of a purpose, like Game of Thrones doesn't bother me it's a very violent show uh okay you would say that after their 15 minute sex scene this week all right no you would that part, say that part actually i was super uncomfortable <laughs> i went into my office after and my coworker and i who talk about it every monday we were like that was the weirdest most uncomfortable thing we've seen like it just i i literally sat there on my couch watching it 
and like I had my like hands covering my eyes, but like was kind of peeking through because I was like, I feel like I need to know what's happening, but I just was like <laughs> super uncomfortable. This is what we talk about when sporting doesn't make the playoffs. <laughs> hey, we're not eliminated as of this recording. We might be eliminated five hours from now, but we'll see. That's true. You got to cheer uh, against LA Galaxy and against RSL, right? Yeah, we are recording this Wednesday evening. Um, in just a couple hours, uh, Salt Lake uh, kicks off at Austin and LA Galaxy kick off at Vancouver. If either Salt Lake or LA win or draw at uh, Austin or Vancouver, respectively, Sporting Kansas City is eliminated. Uh, so we'll see. It sucks. I think that basically means that Salt Lake or LA have to lose the rest of their games and we have to win the rest of our games. Yeah. And that's pretty tough. Yeah. So it's, uh, unlikely, but you never know. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about the couple of games that we need to uh, talk about here in just a moment. But first, before we start talking about the games, uh, the wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is officially live in Kansas just in time for football season. That means betting illegally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Thursday night is almost here. Want more action for the kickoff? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bid on any pro football team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code NOOTHERPOD. It's all one word, NOOTHERPOD, to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code NOOTHERPOD. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700, 21 and over. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. So there you go. Now, there were two games, two games this week, Dan, and um, one of them was very fun. Yeah. One of them was very not. Uh, I think we probably need to talk about the one that was not very fun just for a little bit. Don't really want to dwell on it, but... We, we, we still talking about draws? We still talking about them? Yeah, we have to. We, uh, okay. we did, All right. We did uh, last weekend uh, on Saturday, September 10th. Traveled down to Houston to play the Houston Dynamo after they recently fired Paolo Nagamura and uh, members of his staff, including Jimmy Nielsen. I kind of thought maybe that we'd catch them on a downswing after getting rid of a coach after less than a year. Uh, but this game just kind of sucked. I don't want to spend too way. much time talking about it. It ended 0 0. Um, the most exciting well, thing, I guess, that happened was uh, Matthias Vera uh, got sent off in the 40th minute. Um, he had a hard challenge in at Willy Hagata, studs up, and uh, that was his second yellow card. So he was shown uh, the second yellow, issued a red, and sent off. So that meant Sporting Kansas City were going to play for the next 50 minutes a man up. 
you're thinking, great, this is a wonderful opportunity for us to get some points. We're up a man, should be easy. Uh, we outpossessed Houston 63 to 37. We outshot them 20 to 11, outshot them on goal 6 to 3. It was insane, and it ended 0 0. Nothing really all that great happened. In fact, Houston, in terms of expected goals, outperformed us 1.4 to 1.3, most of which came in the second half. Just kind of disappointing all around. So. Sure sounds that way. Uh, I was at a concert and figured I would watch the replay. Uh, at least the first half when I got home. Uh, I made it through half of the first half before falling asleep, so that's how tired I was coming back from California. <laughs> well, not but, much to uh, uh, to enjoy, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, it's soccer, so I mean, I do enjoy watching it anyways, but uh, I did watch the re- the condensed recap a little bit, and it's, it seemed like John Polskamp had a pretty decent game. Yeah, I mean, you know, a few saves in there, so good for him, uh, but it's just... You know, the the lineup that they put out is, is close to what we come to expect now. Basically, the first team, Caden Pierre, still in there getting quite a lot of uh, minutes in for Graham Zussi. Uh, but not much you can do. So, come back, 0-0. Uh, that was a Saturday game, and we knew we had a quick turnaround. A, a, a rare Tuesday night game against D.C. United at home at Children's Mercy Park. Um, this one... I don't want to say it was a a big game, but it had implications possibly for the wooden spoon. Sure did. Them, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, the wooden spoon is is what they say is given to the worst team in the league, um, and uh, that is currently DC United. They're sitting at twenty seven points through thirty one matches. Uh, we were at thirty one points through thirty matches, so. Um, not, I don't know, they, they, it wasn't likely that we were going to get it, but beating DC with three matches to go essentially made it next to impossible that they're going to make up four points on us in, in the final three matches. It, it would be pretty difficult for them to do. Uh, the lineup that we got for this game, this one was a bit different. I don't know mm-hmm. what I was expecting given the short turnaround, but we had uh, Marinos Janis starting up top on the right wing, Daniel Shalley on the left, and Kyrie Shelton back up at striker, uh, midfield of Roger Espinosa, Remy Voltaire, and Cam Duke, and then Ben Sweat uh, and Caden Pierre at fullback with Andreu Fontas and Robbie Volader at center back in front of Kendall McIntosh for his first career MLS start. So a little different. It, dude, it was different when I saw it. Um... Saw our good buddy, uh, Ruben Gonzalez. We know him, right? Absolutely. Um, and he, uh, uh, we talked for a bit. He's like, did you see the lineup? And I hadn't yet. Um, I was hanging with my, I brought my dad and stepmom. They had a hell of a time. They hadn't been to a game in seven years. And they, uh, he, he goes, you've seen the lineup? And I said, no. And he's like, oh boy, it seems like we're just kind of, you know, it's not going to be good. Turns out it was good. Because it's DC United, and it doesn't matter when you face them. Yeah, they are, uh, they're not a good team. I forgot they're coached by Wayne Rooney. Um, I forgot that Christian Benteke is on the team. Uh, neither of them looked like they wanted to be there. Wayne Rooney looked like a pissed dad who was coaching like his four-year-old child's team just in a sweatsuit <laughs> and a baseball hat. I didn't hat, even see him. And just mad that they couldn't do anything that he wanted them to do. Uh and Ben Teke looked like he wanted so many things to happen 
that the people around him just simply could not yeah do. <laughs> you see they uh they have a they have a play a defender on their team who's like i don't know looks like he was uh in the adams family uh big lurch looking motherfucker in the back right, right. <laughs> and and we're just talking we're like how's anyone gonna win a header over him i'm like they're not and uh <laughs> agata was winning headers over this man it was amazing a guy that came in and... Are you clack-clacking away? You better stop that typing. <laughs> Can you hear that? Okay, sorry. I was trying to look up something. I couldn't tell if you were hearing it or not. Uh, I thought I had <laughs> You better mic. stop it right now. You better pay attention. I thought I had my mic set so you couldn't hear it. Oh, I'm paying attention. Don't worry. Uh, Agata came in. Johnny Russell came in. Uh, ultimately, the game ended 3-0. So it was, it was pretty dominant. I will say, you know, for the first 20, 25 minutes, uh, it was not... The smoothest soccer I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, it took a minute, uh, right? It took a minute. Um, these two teams were not performing at the highest level. Uh, mm-hmm. But I had hope that Sporting Casey would be able to do something. Um, and then in the 32nd minute, uh, Roger Espinoza was able to get a ball out wide to Marino Janis, who set the ball into the box. And who was there? None other than Kyrie Shelton who got the world's slightest touch on this ball. I was not actually convinced that he got a touch on the ball at first, and I watched the replay. There's one angle right down the line that shows the rotation of the ball changed just enough that convinces me he got a touch to it. Oh, uh, yeah. First goal of the year, man. Good for him. First regular season goal of the year. Yeah, sorry. First MLS goal. Pretty crazy. Um, Happy for him. Uh, He looks happy to score, and – but also kind of had that face on, like, I mean, this is bittersweet. You know what I mean? I wish I could have been doing this all year for you. Right. Um, you know that's what he's feeling, right? Yeah. it's It's been a rough year for him. Um, Peter was asked about it after the game, and he said, you know, he works hard, and it's definitely not for lack of trying. Sometimes you go through a rough patch, but he keeps fighting, and he always fights for the team, and all the guys know that he's going to put everything he has into the game. He wants to score. Sometimes they don't fall his way, but tonight he found himself in a good position. He gets there because he worked hard to get there, and it was opportunistic. So, you know, I think it was – I'm happy for Kyrie. I think it's been tough for him to probably hear he, – I mean, he knows what the fans are saying about him. Sure. And we were able to talk to him – or you were able to talk to him, I should say, um, on this podcast, and – he said he doesn't do a lot of interviews like that. He wasn't sure what to expect. You got him to open up. It was a fantastic interview, but I think, mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't be well, surprised. I should say, hold on, let me straighten my tie here, sir. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I should say if he goes into situations like that, a little bit more guarded than maybe he would in years past, because he knows the thoughts that people have. And it just, it made me happy having talked to him a little bit in locker rooms, you having talked to him on the podcast, knowing he's a decent dude, it made me happy to have to see some success for him. Here's where you got to throw a little thanks to Patrick Bergabo. Bergabo? Bergabo. Bergabo. He... <laughs> Sporting KC Communications, yeah. Yes, yes. This was, I mean, he probably went to Kyrie, and Kyrie was probably like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Like, what is it? And he's probably like, dude, he's not going to dive into your – personal history or your game this year you know they're just right. fun people um you know so i I'm, I'm sure patrick sugarcoated that maybe he didn't maybe i'm wrong i don't know 
I think we've done enough of the um, player interviews at this point. Yeah. That they know we're not going to try to do anything crazy. We're not trying to have a gotcha moment. We're not trying to put the team or the player in a bad spot. First first question, Kyrie, why you suck so bad? <laughs> no. Like, we, we just want to have fun and get to know the players a little bit more. And that's not to say that we don't get frustrated with the performance at times. That's not to say we don't, you know have our criticisms of, of the players and the team and coaching oh, decisions absolutely. and whatnot. But we're also, we don't do this for money. We don't do this for our day job. We're just trying to have a good time. We'd like to have, you know, a, a good relationship with the club so we can continue to talk to people and get to know them a little more and, and show their, their more, you know, human side. So uh, I just was happy for Kyrie, I guess, yeah. is my point. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Did make me wonder if there are some people out there, the Kyrie haters, that are just like, you know, super upset that he finally scored a goal. And I wouldn't be surprised if there were, but Nah, dude. Shouldn't. The thing is, there's more Kyrie haters that probably cheered for him as he walked by and hooped and hollered as he did it. Because he, he walked a good halfway around the field mm-hmm. to sub out, you know. Yeah. Uh I was yelling for him, man. He uh, he didn't hear me. But uh, you know, <laughs> I did like, my you best. owe me a jersey. <laughs> I was like, you scored tonight, right? That's awesome, man. Uh, so we go into the half one zero, uh, decent half of soccer. At that point, you're probably thinking, okay, it's very likely that Sporting KC are probably going to win. At least I was thinking this because DC showed almost no ability to to score. You were um, feeling that at halftime? You were like game's over at halftime? Absolutely not. I I thought one nil. I thought that you know it was either going to end one nil, two nil. I didn't necessarily think we we're going to score two more goals, but I was like, "This, if you were if if you were to ask me to put a bet on on DraftKings, if you were to ask me to put a bet on what the final score would be in halftime, one uh, zero probably would have been the most likely outcome. Two zero being second. What, dude? Yeah. No, okay, you have way too much faith in our back line. All of a sudden, I'm not sure where this came from. It's not even a faith on in the Sporting KC back line. It was just. DC looked like a team. They didn't even look like a team. They looked like they had no idea what each other were doing out there. Benteke looked mad. Like I said, Wayne Rooney looked like he was sitting there reevaluating his life choices, how he got on the sideline coaching DC United. It well, just you saw when they lost, like... they collapsed on the field. Like they fell down. And I was like, what happened? We broke them. <laughs> <laughs> we killed them. We literally broke the team. We I killed just, them. I, mean, Benteke... I was like, you stay down there. Benteki's a big dude, and the back line did a very good job with him all night. Robbie Volader did a great job with him. Uh, Caden Pierre had a, a sliding save. Kendall McIntosh had a couple of, of really good saves. I mean, they had seven shots in total on the night, only two on goal. Uh, McIntosh came up huge uh, in the second half. That, that probably kept the game uh, 2-0 instead of uh, 2-1, which would have changed uh, changed the, the whole complexity of the game. That was really their only opportunity. Outside of that, I mean, you look at the XG, it's 1.9 for Sporting to 0.4 for, for DC. Uh, they just did not did not have a good well, game. You're worried at first when you see our third-string goalkeeper you're in. You're like, oh, is, is John Polskamp hurt? And it's like, no, not at all. Peter's just trying something. And you're like, okay, here goes nothing. And Kendall played out of his mind. Kendall's great. He was punching shit out of the middle. He was freaking saving stuff with his triceps. It was weird. 
And I'm like, this man, I love it. Is, is John Polskamp on the side going, okay, let's compete. I mean, our goalkeeper core is ready to go. It was his first MLS start, and MLS Communications tweeted after the game with the clean sheet in the 3-0 win. Kendall McIntosh became the first Sporting KC player to produce a shutout in his first career MLS start since Jimmy Nielsen on March 27th, 2010. So that's, you got one start, you're already being included in the same sentence as Jimmy Nielsen. That's that's not a bad way to start your, your MLS starting career. No, I think, uh, God, some asshat reporter asked that question to him, like how did... <laughs> Oh, it was you. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, he. Uh, you asked him that, and he was. He was just. He kind of smirked. And he was like, "That's not bad." Yeah. <laughs> and Peter laughed too, and I was like, "Jimmy, asking good questions. Look at that <laughs> shit. Getting people to to smile up in there." I'm trying. I try. It doesn't happen. I don't always get them mad. And then I asked Peter a question. He didn't get mad at me either. I asked him about the back line, and, and especially playing against a big guy like Benteke. And he was like, "Hey, he's world class," and and they did a great yeah. job. So. Well, of course he didn't get mad at you. They just won three to nothing. <laughs> I'm sure if they lost, the uh, moods might have been a little different. Right, right. So, but the shutout's so cool, man. Three nil. I mean, is. Kendall McIntosh, give it up for his back line too. He's not alone. You know, they did some shit. He kept, Caden yeah. Pierre sliding uh, blocks and. Caden had a great insane. game. Robbie Volder had a great game in the 70th minute. Uh, Eric Tommy, who uh, came in uh, as a halftime sub along with Felipe Hernandez. Uh, sent a corner kick into the box. DC tried to head it away. It falls to to Robbie Volader, uh just outside of the six yard box. He tees it up uh, off of his left foot, and you hear stories in training that Robbie Volader has a cannon for a leg and he can fire it from distance on a line and all this stuff. But we haven't really got a chance to see it. This shot, my God. It's a good thing that it didn't actually hit any DC players or the goalkeeper because I think it might have blasted a hole through them. My my buddy Austin said it best. I mean, he's like it. It was damn near in the net before the goalkeeper even made a move. It was like, like it, it went so hard and fast. Goalkeeper was like, "Was, was that a sh- did that go by me?" Right. <laughs> it was like he literally like had a cannon on the field, put the soccer ball in the cannon, and shot it. Dude, it, there was like a gap big as big as a soccer ball and it went like past the guy's head and over another guy's shoulder and past the goalkeeper's gloves yeah and i was like the margin of error for a shot like that i mean hitting it like like you know one time like that not even taking a touch Mm -hmm. it's amazing you're absolutely right i've been watching the replay as we're talking and the goalkeeper does not start moving his arms to react until the ball is literally next to him (laughs) it's like getting slapped in the face and going where'd that come from (laughs) (laughs) It's just, and if you were to put some money down on Robbie Volder as a goal scorer, you probably made a lot of money because that was not going to be a, a, a right? high odds bet. I turned to my, my dad and I go, he's a defender, probably has no business scoring that kind of goal. So that's pretty amazing. But you hear in training that he, he, he can. That's what's sure. wild. But you don't need your center backs to do that. No, no team should. No. So for that to happen is just, it's out of this world and just a fun thing to see. Mm-hmm. And Peter's comments about him were really interesting after the game because he said, you know, when, when Robbie got here at first, you just don't know. You don't know if it's a player wanting to prove himself right away. I think at times he was a little bit overzealous in some of his tackles, which then exposed him. If you don't get the ball, then the guy gets past you. The biggest thing is being a defender who's on the back line. You're the last guy before it gets to the goalkeeper, and you never want to let somebody get on the other side of you, meaning goal side. So that first half of that answer, there's a couple more sentences I'm going to read here in a second. But what that basically told me, because we haven't seen him in a long time, 
is Peter was sitting there for a part of this year going like, we might have whiffed on this signing. Now, that's me reading between the lines, but when he's saying, like, you don't know, you just don't know, you're trying to figure out what's going on, like, it, it was like, I don't know, maybe this isn't going to work out. But then he said his patience in today's game, his 1v1 defending was very good. Uh, there was one time when he was out on the right channel with Benteke where he kind of went in for a challenge, blocked the ball, but the ball stayed alive. Benteke got it again, and he was able to slide tackle and get it away from him. That was something that was very good. Uh, so, And he, he just kept being complimentary. So I think maybe we see him again on yeah, Saturday. I mean, that's possible. Uh, and, and lineups are going to be what they are now. You know what I mean? Especially if we're wild. eliminated from playoffs right now. Uh, you know, we could see a little, little Jake Davis action or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, at that point, yeah, see what you got for next year. Should right. Throw some people out there. Um, oh, yeah. 87th minute. It looked like Eric Tommy might have an opportunity. He made a great run, and Johnny sent in a great pass into the box, and um, DC just got it away. Uh, Daniel Shallowy got it near the top of the box. He started running back, and I thought he was going to lay it off for Remy Voltaire because Remy was kind of crashing with a late run toward the box. And Daniel just decides, no, I kind of have my back toward the goal, but I'm going to turn and fire it off my right foot, curling into the inside of the far post and just make this game 3-0 like it's no big deal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's, uh, world-class. That's the only phrase for it. I mean, it was – God, and it's just a reminder that, oh, yeah, Daniel does that shit. He yeah. can do that shit. And Daniel's no Daniel's, man. And one thing Daniel's know <laughs> is greatness, and it's amazing. <laughs> forgot about daniels no daniels it's barry knows absolutely yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty cool um he's definitely had an up and down season um it was not something that has been very good at times and then there's been other times where he's looked world class and then he did sort of the wizard hands you know over the crystal ball celebration yeah. which was kind of cool so a little uh, homage to the the club as a whole i, I suppose yeah. Didn't so, know what he was doing at first. I was like, is he is he doing the robot on the floor? What, what is this? <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be like an egg or what, but then I saw the hand and I was like, oh, it's like the crystal ball. When he grabbed the, the ball, I was like, oh, shit, he's having a fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too. I right? Like he's about to announce he's having a baby. Yeah. Uh, but uh, nope, not at all. <laughs> nope. Not even in the slightest. But uh, yeah, so 3-0. Hey, at this point, it was a fun game. It was a wild game. That's all you can ask for. We uh, we host uh, Minnesota on Saturday, and they're not going to be without Emmanuel Reynoso, who uh, is going to be on uh, suspended on Saturday. That's so, nice. Love it. Yeah, they're 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 hurting for people. So, you know, oh, one thing we did not mention uh, about last night. Cool to see Courtney Ford back at the out there Courtney kicking around. Ford available. He's out of the. Uh, off his suspension and hopefully he whooped that guy's ass that told him it was okay to take those drugs <laughs> no they're and, totally legal bro right uh and the other thing uh unless we talked about this and, I, and i'm blanking i think i don't think we did we talked about it before you were looking for some rally towels oh bro they said <laughs> they said rally towels to the first 3500 people mm-hmm. so i'm like I'll get there. I, I get a good rally towel. My dad's pumped. My dad's not even a big soccer fan, but he's like, yo, they're Huge giving away rally, rally towels? Towel fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes, we get free towels? I said, we do. He's like, let's go. <laughs> we get there, and Marissa goes, Marissa goes, maybe they're giving them out after the game. I said, what, to the first 3,500 that exit? Like, that's, okay, you get incentive to leave early? 
and, and there was no towels. There was nothing. And I'm like, was the shipment late? Are we going to have them this Saturday? Because I am up in arms. <laughs> up in arms. I, I am disgruntled. I'm so many dis words, man. It's unbelievable. Are you, uh, have you talked to your season ticket? member representative and, and no i'm not gonna go about... care i'm not gonna care out on them you know it's not I'm, I'm half kidding here by the way with my anger at the time i exact overreacted and was like well this fucking sucks i text jimmy <laughs> i said i said jimmy where the fucking rally towels at and jimmy goes a rally towel is when you wave a <laughs> towel over your head they give them away sometimes and i go do you just fucking mansplain what a rally towel is read the original I, message yeah. i said where are they at I totally misread it, and I thought it said, what is a rally towel, not where is a rally towel. Now, Did you think I just became a fan of sports? (laughs) iOS 16, you can edit your message, so for all I know, it did say what, and then you're like, whoopsie-doo, no, it says where. It would show you if I edited it. It would show you. I know. Uh, I was just, it was insane. I was like, this man thinks I don't know what a rally towel is. Like, I just just decided to watch sports this month. Uh, well, if they hand them out uh, on Saturday against Minnesota, you're going to have to be like, excuse me, I need a second one for my dad who paid yep. good money. Excuse me, I need three. Actually, we, you know, you owe me one. It's an interest situation. <laughs> it is funny that people will pay money to go watch a game. And I'm sure that wasn't the only reason he went to the game. No, he was, this was planned for weeks. He was okay. coming. Because so. there are some, you know, pay 30 bucks to go get a free towel that costs, you know, <laughs> 74 cents. A free reusable straw. Get it. Right. So. Uh, I'm not got, mad, but I'm mad. You know what I mean? We got Minnesota on the 17th, then a, uh, a couple of week break. Then we're back at home against Seattle on October 2nd before a decision day in Dallas on October 9th. None of it may matter in terms of MLS Cup playoffs because, like we said, in a couple hours from now, uh, LA will kick off against Vancouver and Salt Lake will kick off against Austin if either of them win or draw. Sporting Kansas City are officially out of the MLS Cup playoffs this year. But, uh, Let's see here. Uh, at Sporting KC, yo, where them rally towels at? Uh, <laughs> tweet these bitches. <laughs> I, I need my towel. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just hoping for a fun last few games, see a little bit of what we got for next year, start evaluating some talent for the offseason, who will stick around, who won't. Salt Lake, they play um, three more games after Wednesday. They're going to have to lose all four of their final games, uh, Austin, and then at home against Cincinnati. And then, oh, okay, well, I think it, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to do math here on the fly. The Galaxy and Salt Lake play each other, which if either of them just have to win or draw, I feel like that means that we should already be eliminated. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe not. I, I'm not going to do the math here live on, on air. But I don't think that... Uh... I don't know, man. I don't think that we're don't think we're gonna make it because <laughs> it's impossible for us to catch Portland. And yeah. okay, I mean, I guess the only thing that can happen is if Salt Lake if Salt Lake draws. No, if Salt Lake loses the rest of their game, um. LA has to beat Salt Lake and then lose the rest of their games, and we have to somehow. No, it's impossible. It's impossible. I'm sorry. It's impossible. There's no I mean, way. It's it's not true. You know, it's not technically impossible. Like, or they would say that we're eliminated. Like, shit can happen. But man, oh man, can you imagine placing a bet on the chance of that happening? I just the only way it can happen. 
technically, is Salt Lake has to lose the rest of their games. LA has to beat Salt Lake and lose the rest of their games. That means LA will have 12 wins. We have to win the rest of our games. That means we'll have 12 wins. So then it would go to the second tiebreaker, which is goal differential. So we will have to have LA beat Salt Lake and somehow make up the goal differential between where LA is and where we are. Right now, LA is at plus four and we are at minus 15. So we will have to win our last games by 20 more combined goals than LA beats Salt Lake. Well, let's get <laughs> So <laughs> William God is like, bet. <laughs> Technically, there's a chance, but it's, it's highly unlikely. So, but uh, let's, you know, um, you know what's here's your here's your test. This is a true test to like see a huge optimist or a uh, uh, <laughs> total pessimist because there are people like, hey, I'm enjoying these games right now. It's not likely, but damn it, there's a chance. So let's f and go, right? And then there's other people going like, man, we've been done since May. Are you nuts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I tweeted this last night, and I got a lot of people agreeing with it, and I think it's true. If you put Tommy and Agata on this team a month earlier than they came, I think we're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I saw that tweet, and I was like, hey, babe, Jimmy tweets smart stuff sometimes. I said, did you see his? And he's like, if Agata and Tommy. I was like, yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, Well, let's go to questions right now, because we got quite a bit of questions uh, that I want to touch on here before we sign off for the week um our our guy kevin lopez from skc fan tv love him he goes uh he goes serious question how scale on a how sexy on a scale from (laughs) one to sexy was daniel's goal dude so i i had i it was on my side of the net right my seats are right back there uh in the corner i see it but i didn't see it because all happened so quickly Mm mm-hmm but viewing it on the replay, my God, that was uh, that was 11 Kuzas on the sexy scale, man. That was good. So we got a few different people that gave their answers. We, uh, don't, we have, don't uh, you, you better uh, acknowledge me. <laughs> I, I heard you. Okay. Move it on. Acknowledge uh, me. Tribal chief. We had uh, one guy, Colin, said uh, the goal was Idris Elba. So. Oh, pretty, we're naming actors. Yeah, that's, that's oh. up there. That's up there. That's, that's been, pretty that's high been up set. on the scale. Idris Elba and in, when he fights lions and beast. <laughs> we had Cordell Collins say uh, it was Ryan Reynolds. That's up there. Know. Which Ryan Reynolds though? Are we talking uh, Just Friends? Or are we talking uh, Welcome to Wrexham? You know, it's there's a, it's a vast set of looks. And and here's the one that I don't know how to interpret. Allie, if you're listening, you're gonna have to let us know what you meant by this. Oh boy. Or we learned a little bit more about you than we were expecting. Uh oh. She goes. It was Leno sexy. Hold on, what? <laughs> Leno. Jay Leno. No, there's got to be... That's all. Got... I could, that's the only Leno I know. So See, I... you can't edit tweets, and I bet she wishes she could. That's got to say something else. <laughs> Come on. Hey, Jay, look, sexy? What? How? To each, to each their own. Maybe, all right, all right. maybe Leno does it for her. Maybe she likes that crescent moon of a face. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just saying, you know, hey. It is what it is. Uh, we were not watching the broadcast because we were at the game, but somebody else will have to answer this for us, I guess. Daniel Gooden said, did anyone else think Nate was going to say his goodbye during the second half toward the end of the game with his four-minute speech? And then no someone shit. else came in and added a plus one in response to that. So I didn't hear it, 
Um, I have to go back and see if I can watch a replay. We don't yet know what's going to happen with the local broadcast team next year once the Apple deal right. kicks in. But we, yeah, we do know uh, we are going to be signing Jacob Peterson as like an official know the pod correspondent i have i haven't told him yet but maybe you'll maybe you'll catch him in the bathroom and you can just let him know (laughs) hey jacob jacob's great i love jacob yeah absolutely just in the bathroom sometime hey i guess you're correspondents now whatever it's fine (laughs) uh connor bateman says robbie and kendall were excellent last night not sure if they will start saturday but they certainly deserve a chance to also i wish we would have tried to chip ochoa more that idiot was a mile off his line constantly. Plenty of yeah. chances to do it, but oh well, we beat their ass. LOL. You, you know people could, right? You know Roger wanted to. Right. Like there was there was space, and I heard fans around me that w- were yelling like "shoot it!" Like that you can clearly see he's off his line big time. Mm-hmm. That'd have been wild. Speaking of goalkeepers, we got a couple of questions here about Sporting Kansas City's goalkeeper situation. So uh, I'm gonna. Read these both, and they'll go hand in hand. Seth Vopat says, Is Melia still truly injured, or is a changing of the guard taking place? And similarly, uh, Thomas F. Smith of Snow says, uh, Great debut for Kendall last night. Next season's starting goalkeeper for sporting, question mark. And then he put up a little poll, Kendall McIntosh, John Pulskamp, Tim Melia, or other. So, well, I, I, I tell you, you uh, Tim's not injured enough to... To be driving race cars at, at Kansas Speedway. Everyone saw you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, t- to answer the, the, the part about the injury, uh, Tim is still injured. Um, he was listed on the Sporting Kansas City uh, versus DC United uh, player availability report as being out with a hamstring injury. So he is still injured. As to whether a changing of the guard is taking place, it's possible. I well, mean, I don't I- think – I love what Kendall McIntosh did. I don't think Kendall McIntosh is taking Tim Melia's spot. I think the question is, does Peter think John Pulskamp has done enough to warrant fighting for that starting spot, especially since Tim Melia is out of contract after this year? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't I don't know if you mentioned this last week, because I'll be honest, I didn't listen because I was doing things, so I apologize. But <laughs> did you uh, did you mention, and I'm not going to out this, this person, did you mention we talked to John Pulskamp's cousin? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to tell anyone who he is or whatever, because he's very, he's underground. He's underground. <laughs> uh, but no, he uh, he was telling us how, you know, Sporting got, got him for a steal, man. Like, yeah. just, and he's such a, a golden player for us, and how, uh, I can't tell you everything he said, but I can say that he said John's super happy there. Mm-hmm. He's like, Seems he loves like KC, Kansas man, City. bought a house. Very I like cool. John. He's a young guy. He's, what, 21? He's got a yeah. long career ahead of him. Yeah, yet he grows better facial hair than you or I. <laughs> That's true. I can't grow facial hair if my life depended on it. So, literally you gun, impossible. gun to face here. You better grow facial hair. All right, shoot, better <laughs> shoot my face. You might as well kill me. No can do. <laughs> um, and then this last question is interesting because it's about the Wait, Kansas hey, City. Did we even answer the damn question? You think it's John's job? Oh, no, oh we didn't. Good question. Um, we do that often sometimes, by the way, and we don't <laughs> circle back. People are going to get pissed. I don't think it's a done deal that it's John's job yet. I think there's a high probability that Peter might try to bring Tim back for like a one plus one deal, like one more year plus a plus a uh, um, an option. Year. Yeah, and now but, Tim has fire under his ass and knows he needs to be great. And then it's an open competition in the yeah. spring. Who's better? Is it Tim or is it John? And whoever's the best man, 
he puts him in. Yeah, and if Tim has to go back up for a few games, whatever, man. Fucking Cristiano Ronaldo's coming off the bench. It's it's a weird world. It happens. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, thank you for the questions. Appreciate that. Um, and then the final question is about the Kansas City Current, which, by the way, extended their unbeaten streak to 13 with the Let's win go. over Gotham. So they just have been absolutely on fire as of this recording. They are in first place in NWSL with 32 points, uh, one point ahead of the Portland Thorns. It's theirs to win first mm-hmm. place. Like they are in control mm-hmm. of their destiny. Mm-hmm. No one can jump them. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. But everything's so stacked at the top. They could... They could still miss the playoffs, I think. I don't know. It's They're not guaranteed anything right now. <laughs> they're five points ahead of, of the playoff line. Yeah, so, so nothing's guaranteed. It, it just, you know, they got to keep rolling, man. And, man, are they fun to watch. They've won four of their last five. And this is without Sam Mewis. Like, this is without one of the world's best players. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, but the question, because they just started taking deposits on their new stadium, the downtown stadium, uh yesterday i believe the question is from uh it's b schwartz now says what are your thoughts on the safe standing supporter section seats for the kc current stadium there seems to be a lot of controversy about it with the current fans now now what is that that implies there's like unsafe seating safe standing is a specific thing in a supporter section where they have like rails and whatnot so like you can stand there and it prevents people from falling or getting crushed or whatnot because there's there's tall rails that separate every uh, row, if you will, and allows people to to have a little bit more stability and be more That's secure what that means. And, and prevents like crushes from happening. Um, yeah, I, so, I mean, don't other people places do that? The controversy isn't that the safe standing will be there. Okay, the con- I had to look into this because I wasn't a hundred percent familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm lost. Um, so best I can tell, um, Casey Current. President Allison Howard was doing an AMA on Twitter uh, with um, the Casey Current Twitter handle. And somebody asked, for the supporter section, which which is billed as safe standing, will there be seats that fold down during the game? I think a considerable portion of your supporters' fan base will not want to stand for 90 minutes straight. Which I think the idea of having a supporter section is you stand um i think they'll have two different sections i assume standing and people who don't like south stand you can go sit probably but even in the cauldron there are there are benches if you needed to sit you could if at halftime you wanted to sit you could but you can't watch the game you know people stand in front of you i get it yeah so allison howard uh she replied and said uh, we put a lot of consideration into this section as it is vital to all soccer clubs especially ours the expectation for this section is to stand cheer and bring the noise and energy to fuel the players and other fans which does mean this is a standing section okay okay so clears it up now the kc blue crew which is uh they build themselves and i believe they are the official supporters group for the kc current um they replied right, to that except for tweet. those uh underground people you know who you are <laughs> they they replied to that tweet would love to have a conversation about this with you not everyone can stand for 90 minutes and there are examples of supporter sections that combine safe standing and accessible seating huh. which is true you can okay. look at a considerable number of safe standing uh setups in various stadiums where the rails are there it's a standing area, but there's a foldable seat basically up against the back. So like if you needed to That's sit easy, down, right? you would just fold the seat. You would think. Now the reply was interesting. 
Um, from who? From Allison Howard? Yes. It says okay. the supporter section will have a variety of bench seating, accessible, and safe standing seating options to be inclusive of all supporters. We are definitely cool. open to more conversation about making this a great experience for our supporters. So that was a little bit vague and led me to believe, yeah, there will be benches and part of it, but this part is not going to have any seating whatsoever. 100% standing all the time. And so it wasn't really clarified, though, was it? It wasn't. And so that's where a lot of the people were like, what does that look like, though? Is there benches everywhere? We need more details. And a lot of people were like, yeah, we need to talk about this. Now, Orlando City is an example of a stadium that has safe standing. And as far as I can tell, no seating options. But many, many other. What about LAFC? LAFC, I'm pretty sure they have a foldable seat. Uh, yeah, no, I think they do because they. I just went when I was up there. By the way, I went to the Angel they City do. and Mexican Women's National Team. Yeah, and of course they were sitting as well. Like they didn't stand the whole time. I'm looking at it right now. A picture they have the safe standing bar. Yeah, and then they have a foldable seat that you can sit down if you need to at, at any moment. So, this doesn't feel difficult to do. They're already. It's one of those things like I'm already spending a thousand dollars on a cell phone i guess i could buy a 70 dollar phone case <laughs> yeah if it were right? me and i were the current i would like add the foldable seat there it like, is prevent Get it. jimmy a soccer club <laughs> especially if you're playing over the summer it's hot it's kansas city someone's uh in the safe standing section because they want to be a supporter maybe they start feeling lightheaded or dehydrated and they need to sit down just give them a seat to sit down in like just cre- i know it adds a little bit more money but you can do it. So Yeah, I mean, how much more, say. though? Like, the stadium's already expensive as hell. They're dropping buku bucks into this thing. So I, <laughs> I think it'll be all right. And they'll, they'll accommodate, man, because the people get what the people want. I mean, they freaking – the people changed Sonic the Hedgehog, for God's sakes. They can, <laughs> they can add seats to a soccer stadium. I hope so. Do you get I that, so. you get that so. reference? Yeah. There was uh, old Sonic. <laughs> the trailer. Who was uh, – Old Sonic, Ugly Sonic, was in the Chippendale yeah. movie on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. Won the Emmy for, like, best TV movie or some shit. Yeah. So. Uh, but, yeah, it's – um, and that was the last tweet that she did in the AMA that I can okay. find. So, well, left it on a little bit of an like. ambiguous note. Right. So. And, and we'll, they'll start book – you start picking seats here at the end of the year, man. You, you trying to get season tickets over there or what? I don't know. I mean, that's I don't have season tickets anywhere. That's expensive. Or you're trying to go up there and just uh, maybe cover the team. That's possible. I'm excited to go to some of those games. That's going to be yeah. fun. But I think you're going to be downtown, which means dinner before or after a game. Like that'd be a blast. It's a reasonable expectation for people to have to know sort of what they're signing up for in terms of seating before they actually pick their seat, though. So. Yeah, and I'm sure the the reps will will send out some sort of seat map and explanation of seating before it even goes live for picking you know yeah so they'll, they'll take care of us this isn't this isn't uh end all be all i mean they're answering what they can and we'll probably talk some things over later you know yeah so we'll see um and then very last thing before we go we got an email from richard sanchez and uh, he says thoughts for the pod call me crazy but this weekend when i head up to kansas city i really don't want to see a normal start worthy lineup maybe it's a controversial opinion but this season is done and dusted. I want to see youth and what we're going to hopefully see more of next year. I want to see Ozzy and Jake and how they mix with Agata and Tommy. Do you guys want Ozzie. to see the same? Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. You're not going to see Ozzy, though. I mean, he's been hurt for right. a long time. Right. Um, but as far you know, Jake Davis, sure, put him out there. Hell yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and I thought a good rotation on Tuesday was cool. I was like, okay, put Kyrie up top. You know, it's been a bit since Willie Agata got here. We'll let him go out and try to do something, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm all yeah. for rotation right now. I, like you said, we're, we're not out of it, but it sure does feel like it. So let's just well, enjoy some maybe some good play of some new players. We might be out of it in two hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, Ozzy, he's been listed as out on the injury report with the hamstring injury for a while, so I don't think you're going to see him. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you see Jake Davis. Maybe you see – some of the younger guys we'll see yeah uh, maybe see courtney ford i'd love to see him back so. i bet we see him get back in there but that's about all i got man you got anything else for our uh, good listeners now that you're back well good grief it is it is good to be back it's sound and now it's getting hot again when i came back i just i bring the heat baby you do i bring the heat with me you heated up la and, and now look what you're doing here I know it's it's wild being out there uh, when you get an alert on your phone that's like, please conserve energy this evening as we will have to shut down yeah. power grids. But did you see what happened after that? People listened and like 45 minutes later, they're all good. They're like, OK, we're back. We're, we're, we're at a good spot again. Yeah. Hey, they band together. Now, I'll tell you what. It fucking sucks driving here in L.A., dude. People can't weave in and out of you and cause accidents in L.A. because you can't weave. You're all <laughs> you're clustered no together. You're moving out as a snail at times. And I've never felt more comfortable. Like, I felt com- I was fine. I, I consistently said, I'm so glad I don't have to pee because it's been a bit. Well, that too. <laughs> now, did you have any motorcycles that go flying by you in between See, lanes? See, they're crazy. Yeah. They are nuts. But here, man, no one gives a shit if you got a blinker on. In L.A., you just put your blinker on and go. You just got to pick your gap. No one's going to let you in. No. Yeah, no one's going to let you in, but no one's going to block you out. Right. So, yeah. It's, uh, I, I didn't hate it, man. Everyone complains about traffic. I'm like, it's just overpopulated. It is what it is. It is. Like, yes. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> I do yeah. not. It, it's I, 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 went to your, I went to your campus stomping, stomping grounds. You went to USC? Well, I mean, we were at the stadium. You were at the stadium, so you walked across the street. I guess we drove. We drove down the campus, I suppose. I mean, that was cool. Yeah. It's pretty. It's not big, but it's pretty. I, I was like, you think Jimmy went in that building one time? I'm sure he did. Probably. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's about all we got this week, my friends. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Glad stop, that we were back. Stop. Did you just track a workout? We're talking no, about it right now. I did didn't. you stop a workout? Well, I did because I looked down at my watch to check the time, and I realized I accidentally <laughs> started one, so I stopped it. And... I just got an alert that said Jimmy just finished a run. <laughs> so. I'm like, you fucking jitter. <laughs> did you put it on your dog and be like, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that doesn't do anything for anybody other than send you and like my brother a notification. My Siri is going off now yeah, see, trying no. to send you a message. Dude, this is, they're on to us. This is government shit. It's off the rails. So, anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wrap it up. Okay. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Happy to have another Victory Pod. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at DanCoozer, at JCMac03. Send us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com, and leave us that five-star rating and review. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Come get that smoke, Minnesota. Yeah.